Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. Recently, I asked Mint Mobile's legal team if big wireless companies are allowed to raise prices due to inflation. They said yes. And then when I asked if raising prices technically violates those onerous two-year contracts, they said, what the f*** are you talking about, you insane Hollywood ass. So to recap, we're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. You may think you're a good person, but we don't. It is necessary for you to be accountable yeah. to the actions and the things that you did do yeah. before you can move exactly. on. Exactly. And so many of us have discomfort around the idea of earning trust mm. because we feel as though we are being tested. And it's like to a degree, yes. Why should I trust something I haven't tested before? Mm. <laughs> Folks will listen to this and be like, I gotta pre- I don't have to prove myself to anyone. You're not gonna have friends. My- <laughs> it's okay even glowing and growing Mm. right we think about it as a how do i bring out the best in myself but sometimes glowing and growing is about how can i bring out the best in my sister hello and welcome to the to my sisters podcast i'm courtney and i'm renee and we are your online sisters and hosts of the to my sisters podcast we are all about promoting the wellness growth and development of a community of sisters across the world and in today's episode it's going to be a deep one because we're dealing with the trauma that you caused being the villain in somebody else's story yeah um (laughs) this episode has been on the back burner for a while i've been Mm. looking for the right time to start you know getting into it um but i think just off the back of conversations i've even been having recently with like our friends and stuff i realized how important it is to take ownership and accountability on the whole glowing and growing journey because oftentimes we can be the perpetrators and not just the victims Mm. Um, so yeah, I feel like this is going to be a good one. Deep one. I think so too. But a good one. But before we get into it, we have got a couple of housekeeping announcements. Let's go. The first is the vision challenge winner for October. We have officially concluded spooky season. Oh God. (laughs) (laughs) Officially, you know what made me laugh actually? Mm. I will never forget seeing you try the pumpkin spice latte. Oh, it's awful, guys. <laughs> okay, it could have just been my one. So pumpkin spice lovers, keep it to yourselves. I you know don't really want to fight. I don't care. <laughs> uh, I don't care enough. But it's actually not nice. So when you tasted it, like what was It tasted the... like hot dog water. <laughs> no, I'm, being so <laughs> I'm being so serious. But you know what? It got a bit better because then the sweetness yeah 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 so exactly (laughs) exactly but it was reminiscent of that and that's what threw me off completely and my first question was why do people like this my second is wow starbucks is never gonna sponsor me ever so starbucks i'm still here and loyal though you can send me a couple the hot ones you had it cold though didn't you maybe yeah but i don't like hot I don't like hot drinks. Hot beverages. So. Oh, so there's no saving grace. Yeah. Okay. Well, um, cut the cameras dead ass. Starbucks, <laughs> if you're listening, we still love you. Just not that one. Um, <laughs> no. So that's the thing. I like Starbucks, which is why I was there. Right. Yeah. And I wanted to try it. I just, that particular beverage. That is drink. Not for me. I hear it. I hear it. Yeah. It's not for everyone. No. Interesting. But no, that made me laugh. Anyways, back to <laughs> housekeeping. Uh, Vision 10 challenge winner. <laughs> Can I get a drum roll, please? We would like to say a big congratulations to Miss Tando underscore PK on Instagram. 
Now, all of you guys have been mad consistent. Honestly, it's been we so beautiful. So, so pleased seeing to see everybody it. working wow. out. We were seeing the lifters. We were seeing the runners. We were seeing all sorts of people. <laughs> and we absolutely loved it and adored it. And we hope that you guys felt really, really proud of yourselves for the consistency that you showed and the work that you put in this, yeah. this month because it was beautiful to see. Oh, so real. congratulations to all of you. But special congratulations to Miss Tando. We will be in touch very soon to help very you with soon. your little um, GBP. You know, Christmas is coming. Um, want somebody we need the money to get those <laughs> presents and to enjoy and enjoy so but not to worry sisters there is still two more opportunities for you to win a challenge mm-hmm. now for the november challenge we're not going to tell you what it is yet you'll have to come back next week to next find out that one week next week don't worry you'll find out it won't take 30 days to complete it oh no that's fact, why we're waiting to tell you in fact it might just be instantaneous like oh, for we real? need you guys yeah but, but that's um, all we're gonna say on it yeah stay posted stay next week posted. in fact next week is is bound to be a very big week damn all live show we're on going saturday to say is turn on your notifications for all things TMS. Honestly, honestly. Follow the Instagram, the TikTok, everywhere you can follow us, follow us there because you want to stay in the loop. Sign up to the mailing list, in fact, because you, you won't miss a thing. You actually. absolutely must. You absolutely mo- must. Well, there you have it, sisters. Stay tuned. <laughs> um, moving on to the ding, ding, ding. Dilemma. Let's get into it. Hi, Courtney and Renee. Hey, baby girl. First, thank you both for the way you let God use you on behalf of so many of us and for your vulnerability and encouragement. (laughs) You've started. (laughs) Wow. You two are such blessings and encourage me to stay committed to my glowing and growing TMS journey. Heart. Heart, you two, babes. I'm currently struggling because it feels as if a close friend is quiet quitting and not at their job, but in our friendship. They have been less communicative, Mm. but not to the point of fully ghosting. They haven't totally disengaged and still respond slash react in group chats, but our one-to-one time has decreased and has involved me taking more of the initiative recently, which is different than how it used to be. Mm i.e. balanced i also noticed that they weren't regularly sharing big life events with me that i'd expect them to and i'd had to explicitly ask about particular life event updates that i knew were lined up only to find out they had already happened earlier and it made me wonder if i hadn't asked would they just not have updated me like they used to Mm. what's causing this change am i crazy or seeing something not for what it really is i'm struggling because i don't know if the right response is to be direct and confrontational and how to even go about confronting this in the right way I appreciate you both and wish you the best. Ooh, okay. I don't think this is necessarily a, am I going to be confrontational if I bring this up? I do think though you need to just be honest and upfront about what you've observed if you're trying to get to the root of it there's Mm. no point trying to assume what has happened if you've noticed a change in pattern of behavior the only thing that is required and the only answer to this is to go and ask the questions Mm. so I do think having that sit down and just being like hey you know is something happening between us I've noticed xyz all the things that you've explained and I want to know if I've done anything wrong if there's anything I could be doing like to help you um but is there something that has caused this distance between us? Um, and how do we how do we resolve it? And how are you feeling about the friendship? I think those sorts of conversations always feel very daunting to have because we don't need to have them often. But when we do need to have them, it's very important that we have them as soon as possible. Um, you don't want to let anything fester, even though you're unaware of what has what may have happened. Um, you don't want anything to fester. You don't want this to go 
on for too long or for the friendship to just fizzle out because it seems like, well, they're giving up. I'm going to start letting go as well. If this mm-hmm. is a friendship you deem worth worthy of your time, your affection. I mean, you've written us a whole email about it. So clearly this is on your mind. I would take time to sit down with my friend and be like, hey, I've noticed X, Y, Z. I just want to know what's what's going on and let's just be honest with each other about it because I do want to repair this friendship because it means a lot to me. Um, and you may be shocked to find that maybe it has nothing to do with you and it's actually, you know, something that's happening in their personal life or maybe it is something to do with you and that actually presents you with the opportunity to fix it or at least have the opportunity to have a conversation about it and identify where the root of the issue may have been. Um, and it's, yeah, you you don't know what you're going to hear in response. You can't really prepare yourself for that. But the only thing I would say in preparation is just open up your heart to just realize that like, if the aim of this conversation is reconciliation, um, you have to be ready to come with solutions to what it is that you hear. And yeah, friendships take work and it could be that, you know, expectations may have changed, um, schedules may have changed, feelings may have changed for whatever which reason. But I think that this just warrants a good old sit down and conversation and both of you prioritizing that. So I don't think you're reading into it too much. Um, I do think you need to start, you know, inquiring and opening things up a little bit more how about you miss renee yeah no i totally agree i think most if not all relationships will require some kind of intervention at a point Mm. where you know there's just lots of stuff going on on both parties sides and i think for you there's definitely a lot of like gaslighting yourself a little bit in this dilemma and so far as you're wondering whether is it just you that's feeling this or like you're questioning the validity of like your feelings I think that because it's something that you've observed over time and something that you've been feeling over time it is definitely worth like expressing it to your friend and also remembering that this is your friend at the end of the day this is someone you care about quite a lot you have history with this person and you're very close to them and Mm -hmm. as Courtney said the aim of the game at least for you is reconciliation and really trying to figure out where are you guys at in your relationship and how can this be repaired? So in terms of like being confrontational, I wouldn't see it as an opportunity to be confrontational, but more so an opportunity to be direct Mm. in um, the hope of reconciling with your friend. Mm. And I think that, you know, friendships are super important, man. And like friendship breakups, we've spoken about it in numerous other episodes, Mm. but friendship troubles and friendship breakups can be really painful. And I think it's something that we don't give enough like work or time to um really unpack in Mm. so i think definitely it warrants a conversation and a face-to-face one if you can have it no like text message or call or anything like that for sure genuinely push to have the conversation and then you know openly talk about you know your thoughts and feelings and the things that you've noticed as well and i would also say a good tip is to like really focus on the actions as well rather than saying you've done this you've done this try and frame it around these are the actions that you have like done this is how it's made me feel or like this is how it's come across because you might find equally that you know some of the ways that she's been behaving and moving may not necessarily be a conscious this Mm. is not to um, invalidate you at all but it may not be a conscious thing or it may be a result of something else so give her the opportunity and the space to also engage Mm. it may be a really positive conversation but equally it also might be a negative one so just be prepared to you know for that transparency and what that transparency will yield um and if it is a case that you know she's gotten to a place where she kind of needs some space from the relationship then at least you know as opposed to just dragging things out and building up that resentment over time Mm. so I think the 
the wisest thing to do, the straightforward thing to do is sit down, conversation. We need an intervention. Yeah. This is what's happening between us. Yeah. And I'm willing to fix this, but I need to, like, I need to know what you're thinking, yeah. what you're feeling. This is how I'm thinking. This is how I'm feeling. So, yeah. Mm. Relationships are tough, man. They actually work. They, are. they require they, really are. they require active work. Yeah. But don't let this one go easily. Don't like just let it fizzle out and fade away. You might regret it in the future. So yeah, this is a stepping stone. It could actually help bring you closer, actually. There we go. It really, really could. Well, I said actually so many times. That's that okay. <laughs> said actually, well, actually. Well, actually. It might bring you closer, actually. It a- oh, there's a lot of actually's in actually, there. Actually, yeah. Love actually. Um, yes. Sister, we hope that was helpful. Please, <laughs> please have the conversation with your sister. And of course, sisters, drop it like it's hot in the YouTube comments below. If you are watching on YouTube, if you're on Spotify, Apple, hop on over, share your thoughts. Have you dealt with a friendship intervention? Have you gone for a season where you were either the sister that was trying to withdraw or you were the sister where folks were withdrawing from you and you were just like not understanding what was going on? So let us know if you have any pearls of wisdom to yeah. share with our good sister. Um, and I think it's a really nice segue into the meat and bones of the topic. Let's talk about it. The traumas. No. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> Trauma. The traumas. The traumas. Um, but yeah, upon reflection around like this glowing and growing journey that mm. we're on and the sisters are on with mm. us, one of the things that, you know, I've found that many of us have to confront is our character. Yeah. And I think sometimes in the glowing and growing journey, we can romanticize dealing with character, thinking yeah. it's just about like building up and not necessarily also confronting like poor habits. So I actually wanted to start with, in terms of your own like glowing and growing journey mm. and what you've observed, what did you find or what have you found difficult mm. about confronting aspects of yourself or character traits that you may not have liked about yourself? Um, I think the biggest hurdle sometimes to overcome is the fact that you understand why you've done certain things. So it's easy to make not just excuses, but reasons for why you should hold on to a poor habit, a poor mindset, um, or a poor attitude towards a particular person or a particular circumstance. Mm. And I think that's the hardest thing to overcome because you know your reasons are valid. And oftentimes with other people, we see their behavior, their attitude, um, their perspective is kind of unacceptable because we cannot understand their reasons because we weren't there, we didn't feel it. But with us, it's like we can experience so much empathy because it's like we, we we are the ones who felt it. Yeah. Do you get what I mean? Yeah, so it's yeah. like, ah, uh, the reason why I'm holding on to that unforgiveness or the reason why I treat that person poorly or the reason why I snap at certain things is because I know the pain, mm. right? And I'm bearing the scars. Um, but unfortunately, sometimes you have to get to the point where you're like, yeah, I did go through that. Yes, my anger, my fear, my, you know, my pain is valid. Um, but at this point, it's not excusable anymore. You know, you mm. kind of have to not just get over it, but you have to grow through it. Like you have to grow up. Um, and that's not pretty sometimes because sometimes you feel as though you own your pain, right? And learning to let it go kind of feels like, okay, so am I saying it didn't happen? Am I saying it didn't hurt me? And it's like, no, mm. um, scars are always there. They just don't hurt all the time. Well, forever, they don't hurt. So mm. kind of responding to the pain as if it was fresh, it's proof that your your infection has gotten infected. Your scar's been infected, right? Rather than you're still 
wounded freshly mm. um and i think that's that's one of the hardest things for me to have overcome over this you know glowing and growing journey even like seven years deep into it it mm. definitely feels like you know things that you thought you're over and you've grown from something fresh triggers it yeah. or something fresh you know makes you just tickles you a little bit you're like ah there's still some work to do here mm-hmm. um yeah how about you mm, I love that man and definitely something that resonates with mm. me um I think for me one of the things that I find really difficult about like dealing with character is accepting there are actually significant flaws like right. the actual right. acceptance of the flaws of like damn that about me is bad <laughs> like <laughs> like I think at least for me growing up and having perfectionist tendencies thinking that you've done so much work to present as somebody Mm. that's good but then having to confront with the fact that actually there's some rotten parts about you Mm. oh my goodness that's just like (laughs) mind-blowing it's just like that i've worked so hard to be perfect and you're telling me there's a chink in my armor yeah it's it's that kind of thing for me that i found really difficult going into this glowing and growing journey and this idea of like growing Mm. right i think sometimes um, for us as women having to have arrived at a particular destination yeah. or presenters you know already ideal or having worked on yourself it can be so frustrating when you like sit down with yourself mm. and you really reflect on some of the things that you've done or some of the the, the people you've entertained or the environments that you've been in and you're kind of like damn why did I do that? Why? Knowing that I've done all of these kind of things to make sure that I can be a better person to make sure that I can be Miss Perfect yeah. to make sure that you know I'm at the 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 top of the top the creme mm. de la creme but still my cream ain't creamy man it's just not <laughs> you know what i mean it's, it's just, not where it should be have you ever had like dessert that's like a little stale yeah it was given that yeah. like it's oh so yeah. pretty it still looks kind of good but it's like you taste it or something this has been in the it. fridge a little too yeah, long like I, <laughs> <laughs> I hear it I, that's actually a really good analogy yeah it's like man it hurts because yeah. right it hurts because you don't want to be bad mm. and like you don't want to be um a person that does those kind of things and mm. i think also for me i used to think in black and whites mm. so i was very like harsh on myself right. so it was kind of like when i did do bad things or when i did recognize a flaw i zeroed in on that flaw like obsessively mm. like mm. i was just like damn i did this or like oh my anger or mm. ugh, i tend i had a tendency to stonewall quite a bit so it's kind of like just completely shut down and like I'm not engaging emotionally. And it's like, when you pick a flaw and you zero in on it and you completely allow your identity to be um, subsumed by the fact that you have a flaw, it can be so difficult to move on because Mm. that becomes your identity, Mm. right? The fact that I can't do this thing or that I'm bad at this Mm. or like this element of my character is poor at the moment. Um, So those were some of the things that I struggled with, but I think it's actually another great segue into this whole idea of the repercussions of some of our poor character or our flaws, um, namely in engaging with other people. So thinking about even the title of this episode being being dealing with the trauma that you caused, um, what are your thoughts or like your experiences around poor character Mm. or poor choices resulting in trauma or causing pain or discomfort to to other people oh unfortunately i have too many (laughs) um you know what's so funny i think last week it was my younger sister's birthday um and we were on a facetime call my cousins joined the Mm -hmm. call and it was just it was really cute yeah yeah my cousins are growing up now and my sister's grown so it's kind of like oh 
let's be friends. Mm-hmm. Um, and in the conversation, <laughs> my younger cousin was like, you used to be a really mean person. And I thought, <laughs> oh, well, damn. Firstly, <laughs> I'm not even the host of this call. So where's this I'm coming screaming. from? Second, this is not the subject of this call. <laughs> um, we're wishing my sister a happy birthday. <laughs> and thirdly, where the hell did that come I'm from? Screaming. And so she was like, you're like, you're great now. Like you've really changed now. Mm. Um, but you're, you used to be like a mean person. And I was like, unfortunately you're not the first person to tell me this and also I already know this right Mm. so it's very much like okay you used to be a really mean person and it made me think obviously my immediate reaction was like shut up Uh, (laughs) how dare you you have to do this now um that it was very much like raw that felt like an attack but I had to reframe my my processing of it to be like she's telling you that you've really made progress Mm. right and that like Mm -hmm she acknowledges who you used to be and who you are now. And the fact that there's a clear contrast between those things is really good. But also it means acknowledging that you did used to be a bad person. And it was very much so noticeable. Like I think with our personal growth journeys, we can often isolate our flaws as, oh, this is something I've noticed in myself. And it's like, no, other people have noticed it in you too. You know, whether they've confronted you on it or not, Mm. other people have noticed your bad attitude. Other people have noticed your you're bullying or the fact that you're sharp tongued or the fact that you're not present. Like people have noticed that. Um, and sometimes in, in the case of like my younger cousin, people can't actually come to you and tell you because they feel like, are you going to snap at me if I tell you, am I in a position to tell you, but also I'm on the receiving end yeah. of this bad behavior. Um, and I think that's one thing to note sometimes with the, the trauma that you have caused people, you don't notice it until years later or you're not aware of it until years later and Mm. there are always two sides to or multiple sides to every interaction and every occurrence and so for me like looking at who I used to be when I was younger I see it through the lens of this is why I was doing that this is why I was so cold this is why xyz whereas she's seeing it as why don't you love me why don't you care for me Mm. what the heck has happened you Mm -hmm. know um and I think it's important to kind of listen to the people who you're interacting with when you are on your glowing and growing journey because it's easy to become very just and you know I'm a big proponent of self-awareness and I'm always promoting it but it's very easy to become self-consumed in your awareness in your awareness and not realize that you're a part of you being self-aware is also knowing how you are to other people and you can't always see that you need other people's lens and other people's perspective Mm. Um, and sometimes that criticism feels harsh sometimes that criticism feels like it's going to provoke an argument Um, but it doesn't need to sometimes you just have to receive the honesty of other people people as okay here's another point for you to actually work on because you may think you're a good person but we don't and what does that mean and I think also in a generation where it's like who are you to judge me and who are you to like why other f everyone else's opinions only Mm -hmm. God can judge me it's kind of like okay if you want to do life alone keep doing that or if you want to keep changing up your friendship circle and changing up your family and changing up people you're around keep thinking that way that like you are the the beginning and the end of your growth Mm. you're not you know, or your transformation, you're not. So I, yeah, it's been a roller coaster. When she was like, oh, you used to be a mean person. I was like, rah, I actually did. And like, I feel bad to know that you, cause I've heard this from other people in my mm. life who were a bit closer, but because we grew up quite close to be fair, but you know, your younger cousins is kind of like, 
you're your extended family yeah, like yeah, you're yeah. you're my sisters don't get me wrong because in our culture that's how we grew up but it wasn't like i saw you every day or things like that so i paid attention to the feedback of like my immediate family my mom my dad my sister like people i grew up in the mm. household with but then to hear somebody on the peripheries yeah felt an yeah. impact from my behavior it was kind of like bad character can ricochet like it can really mm. cause ripples mm -hmm. further than you probably think like right. how many you know you've got your siblings you've got your parents but then how many cousins aunties uncles friends co-workers have been affected by your bad attitude do you get what i mean or by your your poor character um whether it's warranted or not so it's kind of thinking now like ah oh, the way I behave, the things that I say, the things I have done are actually impactful on the lives of other people, whether I recognize it or not. Mm. What does that mean for the shaping of my character and my development as well? That awareness. And I think we as women need to realize that like we are very impactful and we are very powerful as people. We are very impactful and very powerful in the fact that our presence can cause people to feel something. And that feeling can last with them for a lifetime. Yeah. Right. So now being more mindful of what does my presence actually cause people to feel? I think that's what has come more into my consciousness now. It's kind of like when I'm around people, they feel something. I want that to be positive. Mm. Yeah. How about you? Wow. No, Courtney, that was beautiful, by the Thank way. You. Oh my gosh. Especially when you were... Sorry. No, so much character development. No. Oh, so heartwarming. Okay. Um. So flipping funny. Oh, so much character development. So much the growth. Story, the growth. It was... It was just heartwarming, man. But I really loved. How about you? I loved what you were saying about the fact that back bad character ricochets, mm. right? And I was literally in my mind, I was thinking something along the same lines. But I was also thinking about the fact that like trauma just replicates more trauma and mm. it just makes the wound deeper mm. so i think of like when you have like a cut for example or like you bash your knee against mm. something or fall over the correct like way to deal with it is to find a way to heal it right yeah. or to get back up or get away from that kind of um behavior that created that trauma mm. but for many of us that are re-perpetrating trauma we're just creating a deeper wound right and the thing is whilst in that analogy it's only one person that's dealing with the effects of that the, the depth of that wound mm -hmm. for some of us it's a generational wound yeah. where it's like whilst we're dealing with the trauma that was inflicted to us by other people yeah. we're then inflicting further trauma within our families yeah. or within um our friendships and stuff and it can be s by the time that somebody is ready to deal with that wound damn we need to get like you guys need to put like morphine a drip, a drip <laughs> or something just to be able to start taking things out but that's mm. what that 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 made me reflect on mm. I think for me, one of the difficulties that I found around like dealing with the the trauma or the pain that I caused other people um, was actually receiving the feedback. Mm. I think it can be really hard to hear from other people that you've been bad. Yeah. Like I think even with the whole self-awareness stuff, it's like, oh yeah, I know that I've done X, Y, yeah. Z, or I know that I've been rude, or I, I know that I've been mean or dismissive. Mm. But to actually hear somebody say, you've hurt me, sucks. Yeah. It really, really sucks. And I think like, Many folks, it's it's a hard thing to deal with because it's like, damn, now I actually have to take accountability mm. for the fact that something I've done has caused somebody else pain. Yeah. So like for me, I think I often think of the saying that your superpower can easily make you a villain if you're not careful. And for me, like I'm very sharp with like my words, like I love writing. I love like speaking life into people, all that kind of stuff. But 
I equally, I can be quite dismissive or I can be rude or like in the past it was, I, I was just quick to speak. That kind of behavior can be very difficult when you're dealing with people because words are like, they have such transformative yeah. power. And in terms of what you were saying around, like the feelings that you leave with people are so important speak spoken word the way that you interact with people can really have such an impact on them yeah. and yo even now like you know when you're having like a good day some it just takes one person to say something or do something and all of a sudden your entire day is ruined Facts. and you're just feeling bad yeah to be somebody that is actually a perpetrator of that in the mm. past is very difficult because mm. it's like oh damn i may have contributed to somebody having a bad yeah. day or even a bad season yes. because these are the things that people wow. say over themselves um or they're the things that people remember about yeah. themselves much later down the line and then when i think about something like this like the two my sisters podcast or i think about some of the work that we're doing now and we see the transformative power of words and the transformative power of conversations it makes me really think like damn we need to be way more conscious about the way that we use our behavior our mm. words and focus on building our character mm. in order to have that effect because the yeah. opposite is so dangerous yeah. um and i think similarly like with my siblings for example i think we can tend to be very like flippant with our siblings and i think of like my little sisters i definitely had a lot you guys you're listening you know i had more <laughs> patience with you than you deserved you 110 percent no um but in the conversations that I have with my little sisters, even I'm just like, damn, you guys have grown so much. And we have like mm. transparent conversations around like our childhood and stuff like that. And hearing, you know, some of the commentary as well, insofar as our oh, Renee, sometimes you're a bit sharp with us. Or right. like sometimes you're a little bit like you knew what you were doing in terms of like winding, winding up the bobbin, because um my sisters are quite different in the sense of they're very um their reactions can be more visceral and they're a lot more like physical. So it's just like, you'll say something and that's enough to set right, someone off, right? right? right. Um, and just reflecting on that and really understanding like, you knowing a person intimately mm. is not an excuse, like is not an excuse to try and rile them up and yeah. it's not an excuse for you to press their buttons. Yeah. There's a reason why when we say the people that we open up to either have the power to completely transform us and build us up or completely destroy to destroy us. us. Right. Because when you know someone intimately, you know what buttons exactly. to press and push exactly. and it's dependent on you and the way that you've developed your character, what result you get. Um, so I think for me, it was very much a, okay, dealing with the fact that I've actually been bad, but also mm. dealing with the fact that I have to hear it as well mm. and really process and take accountability for the fact that, damn, you this thing that you have done has hurt this person Facts. in this way. Like you have to sit with that. And I think that sometimes even in the glowing and growing journey, we can be very quick to dismiss what we've done. Because we've decided to become this new person. Oh, that was the old me, yeah. you know. These people are not allowing me to forget or like they're not I allowing me to, to change who I used to be. Mm. I hear it, sis. Mm. I hear it. But at the same time, I think it is necessary for you to be accountable yeah. to the actions and the things that you did do yeah. before you can move exactly. on. Exactly. And it's it's also remembering because we say this all the time on the podcast. Right. But it's a grace that we often don't afford to other people which is healing as a process. So as much as you may have changed, as much as you may have even apologized, somebody else is healing, they're going through that process. And sometimes mm. that process looks like I'm still hurt. I said, I have said I've forgiven you, but I'm actually still hurt. And so it's not that some people are trying to, you know, I guess, condemn you to who you used to be. They're just still letting go of the pain. And mm. that's a process. And that requires your patience, especially as the perpetrator. Um, 
And I think with trying to let go of who you used to be, sometimes it's a good reminder of how far you've come and what you shouldn't go back to as well. Like, don't think of yourself in these really, you know, idyllic, angelic, like I've done so much glowing and growing. I can just let go of everything. I think to some degree, those bad parts of us are still in us. Mm. It's just, we've stopped feeding it, right? We've stopped feeding it and we've put it to bed and we've put it to rest and we've said, okay, I now know how to cope with this. So I now know how to overcome these feelings, but don't think that they can't rise up in you again. Right. And I think when we try to paint ourselves as, oh, that was just the old me, we forget that some of us still have a sleeping right. monster inside. And it's okay because all people have it. Right. But it's now not fooling yourself into thinking that could never be me because then what happens the day that you erupt or mm. something really bad happens mm. and it awakens not just what used to be in you, but something even worse, right? Um, I think it keeps us mindful of the fact that, hey, you've come a long way and keep going, mm-hmm. right? But don't don't get comfortable, don't get complacent, don't get ignorant of the fact that you are a dynamic person and a part of that mm. dynamic nature isn't all good. Yeah. Yeah. No, I love that. I love that. And I think actually to push it out to the other end of the extreme where there's some folks who are potentially listening to this or some folks just out there in the world who feel like they can't change. Yeah. Like they feel like yeah. they're a slave to the way that they behave or they're a slave to their trauma or there's just certain things that trigger them and they erupt. Like, what would you say to those people that feel as though they can't escape their bad character right. or they can't escape certain habits or behaviors that they've cultivated you can number one <laughs> first like, of all first of all you actually can i know f- character can feel like something that is very intrinsic but character is cultivated like mm. it comes down to our experiences our nurturing what we have been exposed to what we consider to be correct and not correct um and i think telling yourself that I can't change is probably what's reinforcing the fact that you're struggling to change. So firstly, accept the fact that and believe the fact that you can change. But number two, change takes time. Mm. So accept that this is a process you're going to have to commit yourself to for the long term, for the long haul. You're probably going to have to be refining your character for the rest of your life. And that's not to say, you know, every season, every day looks like the same aggressive amount of work reading the same (laughs) self-help books or, you know, listening to an episode every day, just being like, let me recondition my brain. This is a brainwashing. This is character transformation. And that takes a long time. Um, So commit yourself to that journey, but also don't be too harsh on yourself when you find yourself exhibiting behaviors that you have been practicing for probably the majority of your life um and so these new habits and these new responses that you're trying to develop may feel foreign to you they may not come immediate to you but the more you practice them the more they become second nature so Mm. just keep practicing um the next thing is please go to therapy if you can go to therapy or start talking to somebody about the root issues of why you behave this way um and also ways that you can overcome these feelings coping mechanisms exercise that you could be doing to help you practice conversations which you may need to be having somebody who you can keep talking to about these issues and somebody who can remind you that you can change right and that they're walking with you in that development Mm. um and I think the last thing would be 
you're worth redeeming, like you're worth redemption. I think a lot of us think I've committed so much bad in the past that I might as well just remain this way because this is how right. everybody knows me and this right. is how I know myself. But you, if you desire redemption, you can have it. Like you can actually have it, just commit yourself to it. Um, and you are worth redeeming. I don't think there's mm. any past that is so hideous that you should never feel the ability to transform and change now are there going to be consequences for your actions yes are there going to, to is there going to be the promise of everything going back to how it used to be no however you as a person and your character your soul your heart can be redeemed um it just takes effort and it just takes work and it takes genuine change. And that can't come if you do not have hope that you can change at all or that mm. change is possible. Um, I would also say expose yourself to stories of people who have been changed. Like literally just get yourself around people who will be honest and say, you know, sometimes I slipped up. Sometimes I used to deal with this. Sometimes I was this sort of person. I'm sorry, you know, or, you know, this is how I overcame. These are the things that I did. Um, get yourself around people who aren't going to hold false pretense mm -hmm. and say, you know, we've just been perfect all of our lives. It's not true. Most people have had something that they've had to change, you know, um, and being around people who will admit that is pure evidence and testament of the fact that change is possible. Mm. So yeah, that's what I'd say. Oh, beautiful. That was so comprehensive. Quality. <laughs> that was giving point evidence and explanation. <laughs> um, and I think I pretty much agree with everything that mm. you said, right? I love the fact that you started with understanding you can change. Yeah. I think sometimes we give so much power to our trauma and power to our emotions and like our behaviors that we forget. Actually, I'm steering the ship here. Mm. I can decide, yes, my circumstances may be difficult. Yes, this was done to me. That doesn't mean I have to do this to That's other people, right? So even if you were, you know, the mean girl at school, even if you were, you know, not a pleasant person to be around, even if you just didn't open up to people, there's still hope for you. For sure. And you need to believe that there is hope for you because it goes far above and beyond other people having hope in you mm. i think sometimes we can wait for our environment to change before we yeah, give ourselves permission to that's change true. our character but actually it's the other way around environment comes as a result of character mm. if you're a person that's actively pursuing good character or actively pursuing character development then because of your character you realize that there are certain environments and certain people and certain things that no longer serve the, the you that you want to be yeah. and by by virtue of that, you start moving. So I think it's necessary to really understand that the forces of change start with you and then the propellers start to take off in the other areas as well. But remember that you are driving that wind of change and it's okay. Like accept that things have happened that were bad yeah. and accept your responsibility. Yes. Accountability. I love that you mentioned there's consequences to your action. Yeah. I think sometimes we can think, oh, clean slate, new, new whatever, new me. I get it. Whilst there's the new you, the old you did some stuff <laughs> that the new you might have to yeah, deal with. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I think that's actually, again, another great facilitation into the conversation around how do you deal with those consequences, mm. right? How do you deal practically with the trauma that you cause? Like, what's the approach to, I've messed up here and I've impacted these people. How can I not only overcome that, but what approach do I take to potentially making amends with people, mm. potentially making amends with like my environment? Like what's the, how do I fill that gap? <laughs> you know why this is very much like 
<laughs> because now you're not longer the only factor right, right right and sometimes we well oftentimes on this podcast we talk about you know needing to heal needing to forgive but i think we can all testify to the fact that all of that is so hard mm. um and so expecting other people to forgive you and to just heal from your from your mistakes mm. um mm. We also have to appreciate how hard that can be for them. And unfortunately, let's start on the more extreme end. There may be some people who cannot forgive what you did and who you were towards them. Um, Even if you feel like, yo, I didn't do anything that was that bad. Everyone has a right to interpret what they have been through. However, they experience it. Some people are more sensitive than others. Some people you may have pushed a button, which isn't a button for you, but it's definitely like the nuclear switch for them. Um, And you have to you have to accept that. And it's hard because you don't want people to hold that image of you, especially if it doesn't align with who you are currently. However, everyone's going through their process and the same way no one can force us to forgive or nobody can force us to heal because that's a personal decision we're making for ourselves Mm. is the same way we cannot force anybody to forgive us or heal from our trauma that we have caused them. So accepting that fact just accept it. Um, the second thing is dedicate yourself to the work of repenting mm. and showing that you are dif- different. Um, I think a lot of us are just like, I'm different now. Okay, but have you proved it? Mm. Have you shown them right, why right. they should trust you? And also realizing that one action isn't going to solve this, right? Sending somebody flowers once is not going to be like, hey, I'm sorry, I've changed. Love me. Trust me. Like how you used to. Ooh, it's child. actually repetitive actions which show people i've actually i've changed and this change is consistent and therefore you can feel safe in my friendship here um we have to prove ourselves and i think for a lot of us with this personal development journey we get so stuck on our own affirmations that we forget that affirmations are not the be or end or nor the full testament of who you actually are you telling yourself i'm i'm gonna be the best me i can be today okay but is that the be on end of whether you were the best you you were today? Right, no. Exactly. Do you, you affirming that? That's one perspective. <laughs> that's one opinion. No, because I'm very sick of people being like, <laughs> I'm this work in progress and I've affirmed myself of how beautiful I am and how much of a Child. good person and how deserving I am of the things in my life, including mm. the relationships I have. But with other people around you testify of that fact. <laughs> Just because you've said it to yourself three times in the mirror like hocus oh, pocus doesn't no. mean... That you were a good person. <laughs> a good person. <laughs> Do you know how funny that is? <laughs> so I think it's also taking the time to be like, ah, have I proven myself worthy of friendship? Have mm. I proven myself worthy of trust? Um, and I think so many of us are so caught up in, I think I'm a trustworthy person. Of course you do. We you're all you. do. You're, you're you. you. You're, you're the you. most biased in this situation. <laughs> <laughs> The question is, do other people believe that to be true? And do other people think that they're safe in you? And I know we always say, you know, people, some people are going to hold you back on your glowing and growing journey. Some people, you know, aren't going to agree with your transformation. And, you know, some people are haters or don't rely on other people's opinions. But I think when you find your community and you find people who you trust and Mm. you believe their relationship with you is something worth fighting for, worth holding onto, you have to trust and give value to their opinion of you. That's a huge part of friendship. What are your opinions of me? Um, And 
you need to allow people to be honest with you about that fact, number one. And number two, you need to keep proving to them. Um, if you have lost their trust in the past, you need to prove to them why you deserve to gain it back. And so many of us have discomfort around the idea of earning trust mm. because we feel as though we are being tested. And it's like, to a degree, yes. Why should I trust something I haven't tested before? Mm. You know, mm -hmm. um, and that doesn't mean, you know, be around people who are not going to let you be free of the past once you've, you know, actually proven you are you are capable, you are worthy, you're, you're true to what it is you are saying. But it is to say, if people do go through that period of, okay, I'm going to see, I'm just going to wait to see, I'm going to give you chances, honor that honor that and just show up, make sure that you do show up during those times um, when you get the opportunity to and make sure that you show up as your best and transformed self as often as you can. Yeah. 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 No, I love that. Show up as your transformed self as often as you can. And I love the fact that you touched on testing because I think many of us like shy away from it or run yeah. away from it. We're kind of like, who are you to like test yeah, me and exactly. stuff. The thing about doing relationships is that you are required to show up. And in showing up, you you deposit your little crumbs of truth mm. or your crumbs of your crumbs of trust, mm. right? I think that it's actually necessary for you, especially if you are working off of bad blood, mm. if you have done something consistently wrong, or if you actually don't have that foundation, it is like necessary for you to actually do the work of trying to build up that trust Thanks. again. So really focus and really dedicate yourself to the work of building that relationship back up because you're not even building from like baseline, you're building to baseline mm. and then from baseline, uh, we can we can go up from yeah. there. So I think that's really, really important. Um, and that like accountability piece is mm. so important mm. because who is there to testify of your goodness? I remember, I think of... Um, there's this like philosophical like story or um, notion that's like if a tree is in the middle of a forest and it falls and no, and one, no one hears it. the sound, did it actually yeah. fall? Absolutes, it fell, but there's no proof because no one was around. I think we can say the same when it comes to character, mm. right? You may be working on your character and you may actually be, changing. you know, you're become you're changing, you're becoming a better person, yeah. but there's no one to testify of the fact that you're good. Yeah. And this is not to say that you need to like, uh, folks will listen to this and be like, I got to prove, I don't have to prove myself to anyone. You're not going to have friends. <laughs> it's okay. No, I'm so, if you want to hold that attitude, it's all right. <laughs> be lonely. Be in the forest. You fix your you path. The tree. the tree is on its own. You know what I mean? The tree is on its own. So it's actually necessary for you to, at least the people that you care about or the people that are around you, look, we're all about community. Yeah. It feels so revolutionary to talk about community and being in communion mm. with people because we are so self-absorbed, even in the glowing and growing mm. journey. But in the glowing and growing journey, it's it's a prerequisite for you to glow and grow with other people. Yeah. And that also means when it comes to displaying your character, manifesting your character, it's often done in relationship. Mm. I genuinely think that even when I think of like for us, like fruits of the spirit and thinking about like character development from the Christian perspective, a lot of these fruits only manifest when you're in relationship or communion with people. Yeah. Like it's the opportunity to manifest those fruits, right? 
seeing those relationships that you have with people as opportunities for you to demonstrate good character will also expose to you the areas where you may need to continue like changing Working. right i think many of us also think of it as a ah oh, this is an opportunity i'm a good person let me demonstrate that i'm good when actually sometimes some people won't come to you in the form of let me help you display that you're a good person there are some people that will equally come and test you back there we go in that testive season right there, there will go. be some people that will resurface from your past that know you from the past and they'll be like I know you as this person. I'm going to speak to you as this person, mm. despite the fact that you're trying to change. Mm. You will be met with resistance on this yeah. journey, not even in the sense of people that are supporting you to be yeah. good, but actually people that are trying to keep you down Facts. or trying to um, force you to go back to a place that you don't want to be. Yeah. That too is an opportunity for you to manifest good character. Yeah. It might trigger you and you might find, okay, cool. This triggered me more than I wanted it to, or this like facilitated a response in me that I didn't like. Yeah. That is an opportunity for you to reevaluate your boundaries as well. I think sometimes we can also jump into the whole thing of I'm transformed, I'm changed. Any kind of testing, I'll be able to withstand yeah. it. Actually, no. And it's actually okay to know what your limits are exactly. as well. Because exactly. Exactly. if you are a loud mouth or yeah. if you are somebody that's prone to fighting, yeah. being in these environments, like... Being able to stand in these um, environments isn't a testimony to the fact that you have good character. Yeah. Being able to avoid the situation. That's very in the true. First place. Yeah, that's very true. <laughs> and also being able, being able to communicate to people your madness. Like this, <laughs> this. If I'm not gonna lie, th once we get past this point, I'm still working on myself. But I might show hands. I, I will but also, it's kind of like. I need to be able to tell people that as well. I think a lot of us go into relationships leaving people so unexpecting because right. we're leading with our best foot forward yeah. and we forget to show people the shadows of us. <laughs> <laughs> do, you know, do you know that meme of that guy that's doing, if you F around, <laughs> you, you will, will find, find out. <laughs> the more you F around, you will find the more out. you will Linear find out. Graph, baby. <laughs> <laughs> it's a linear graph. Um, but letting people know that, you know, Personal development isn't about false pretense. Mm. It isn't about, I'm just, you know, I'm going to tell people I'm the best person or right. this is the best that I can be and leave them unaware of the fact that I'm a very dynamic person. These are the parts of my past. This is what I used to be. And also this is what I'm still struggling with. And mm. these are things that I've, I've overcome, but pushed me too far. I don't know. Do you get what I mean? <laughs> Letting people know that also lets them know, okay, you're a human being, right? Mm -hmm, and mm -hmm, also mm -hmm, mm -hmm. these are the boundaries which I need to respect. And if I cross those boundaries, I shouldn't let it shatter my entire image and perception of this person because I know who they are, yeah, right? And yeah. I know that they, they've repaired some aspects of them. And the thing about reparation is it still leaves things quite fragile. Mm. And so I don't want to poke at the bear too much you know and I think as friends as well we need to understand that about each other if you know you have a friend that used to be hot tempered it's not to say tiptoe around them but it is to say I understand this person mm. and because I love them and I care for them I won't tempt them to be pulled back to a place where right. they fought so hard to leave yeah oh that's so beautiful man yeah that is so so beautiful um and actually the last pointer that I have or really want to discuss or hear from you is around the woman of good character. Yeah. I think... Oh, oh my gosh. Yeah, I know, I know. I know, <laughs> I, know I know. It's giving book title. Yeah, <laughs> it's giving book title. Guys. The woman of good character. You better leave that alone. No, I'm sure that. there's about 70 books. Yeah, there probably is. Probably. Yeah. And it's probably under the like feminine yeah, or something. Yeah, something. Yeah. Which is actually an interesting point around the fact that when we think of like, oh, being a woman and being of good character yeah. is tied so intrinsically to how we can yeah. please a man. But yeah. that aside, I actually wanted to end with a discussion around 
what is the woman of good character or what mm. is the person of good yeah. character and what does that look like for you? Because I think sometimes when folks have these discussions around like working on yourself, mm. we often don't talk about what is the end point right. or what can the end goal actually look, look like. like. Right. So I would love to hear like for you and just thinking about women more generally, mm. what is the woman of character, of good character that folks Ooh. should aspire to? This one's interesting because I think you can't, prescribe what the ideal person is um I do think I guess getting to the base and the roots of it I can only think of like I think the bible is a good reference for like uh, because of that's our viewpoint on the world right somebody who I think somebody who knows love knows how to love and can receive love right mm. i think as a person and, and love is not just affection and it's not just you know having people around you who can love you blah, blah, blah. but it's more so it's like what you're talking about the fruits of the spirit well the fruit of the spirit is love and everything that comes out of that the, the patience the kind-heartedness all of that comes from well if you have love you have these things right, right. i think we as women we have struggled so much because of external things and internal things and everything we've been through to navigate what it truly means to be loved mm. to be loved and to love people um our love has been given so many conditions it's been given we struggle to love ourselves we believe so much that we are not enough i think a lot of us struggle to receive loves because there's this constant battle as to whether you are worthy and I think it's important for you as a person who is growing and glowing to remember I was at this uh, this lecture that I was at last night um the reef lecture with Chimamanda Ngozi Adichie what an amazing woman that woman can speak Mm. that oh wow transformative um but she was saying that the reason why she doesn't have fear about being criticized as a writer and as somebody, you know, with a viewpoint and a, a moral principles is because she knows she's loved and she doesn't need people to constantly affirm that wow. she knows it. That's good. You know, so even if she's criticized, she knows she's loved. And I think one thing that's beautiful about character oh. development is to know that even if you slip up on this growing and glowing and growing journey, because it will happen, you're still loved and you're still worthy of love. Surround yourself with people who can affirm that. Right. So I think the ideal woman is somebody who is comfortable in knowing, even though I fell, I will pick myself back up and it doesn't shatter my value and who I am, wh- what I am worth. I just need to keep trying. Mm. Um, and allow that love to be made perfect in me. And I think it's also an openness to love other people. And that love being, I accept the fact that you are also transforming, transforming, but I'm going to help you on that journey of transforming. Um, And what does that mean? That means forgiving. That means affirming people, Mm -hmm. holding people accountable. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. And that means standing up for what is right and wrong. Mm -hmm. Um, And I guess lastly, in terms of that, loving aspect is just knowing that for you you actually want to do better that you want the people around you to feel loved and you also want to be able to love yourself and you want to receive the love of other people I think so many of us have convinced ourselves and we're going to talk about this in the next episode to give up on love Mm, right to give up on love's prevailing power and how much love can actually build heal keep communities together build and keep sisterhood um but also can keep us alive right because of the world we live in so many of us have given up on it and Mm. it's like actually to be a woman of give good character for me is to believe in love not just romance but actual love love. 
yeah how about you gosh that was be- that was entirely too poetic <laughs> guys Courtney's been coming with such beautiful beautiful oh it's I just so feel transformed cringe. already it's so cringe. but it's necessary I think it's necessary <laughs> and I'm just feeling the loving in the room guys can you feel the love tonight where to else enjoy that is it now we are recently found out is there living, living it in that hot leather baby what <laughs> <laughs> anyways mr john we see you living your best life in atlanta anyways that aside no i totally agree i totally agree the transformative power of love mm. and as moist as it sounds even the fact that we feel that it's moist yeah. to say right it's like this is actually something that's necessary mm. for people to thrive mm. right and i think because of the absence of love we've seen people devolve into such terrible human beings terrible on social media like the normalization of cri- like criticizing and spreading <sighs> hate and stuff like that those things are not normal. Mm-mm-mm. Those things are not norm. Normality is living in a loved world, living in a loved oh. community. Like I think because we have romanticized love and we have normalized like m- being miserable, folks think that love is something that is so unattainable, yeah. something that they don't deserve and yeah. something that no one else deserves yeah. as well because they don't have it. Exactly. Whereas instead of doing all of that, you could actively try and cultivate love within your communities and that love. Like exactly thinking about love and giving love and the people that love me, I'm just like, damn part of, or not even part of the entire reason as to why I feel the way I feel or like the way that I move the way I move is because I know that I actually have people that care about me. I know that there's people that love me and I know there's people I love as well. So I really do think that we can't underestimate the, the power of love the real real power of love um i think also for me Mm. the deep desire to bring out the best in other people like i think we because we focus so much on ourselves and like in becoming and again even glowing and growing Mm. right we think about it as a how do i bring out the best in myself but sometimes glowing and growing is about how can i bring out the best in my sister and that's why like even thinking about to my sisters thinking about community thinking about pairing that with glowing and growing this isn't some this isn't about you in fact this is about you, but it's not about you at the same time in that it's not just about, not just about you. How can you bring out the best in other people? That's good. If we went into character development with the mindset of this is not about me, but this is about other people. Yeah. How different would it be? How yeah. different would it be the kind of qualities that we focus on rather than thinking about like, you know, being a boss babe and like thinking about the way you speak and yeah. thinking about the way you present yourself. Suddenly it's about substance. Yeah. Suddenly it's about content. Suddenly yeah. it's about how do I engage with somebody so that they know and feel like they're loved yeah. and they know that they have the permission to actually be themselves and the, the themselves in the fullness of that authenticity. Yeah how transformative can that character development be in somebody else's trajectory? So So for me, it's just that remembrance of the fact that I'm not just trying to be a good person for me. Mm. I'm trying to be a good person point blank period Period. because there's not enough good people in the world and other people need that. Think about how kindness transforms your life every single day. Think about like the little um, acts of service and kindness that people do or just even like the little little things that people do that will actually completely transform as a result of their character i will never forget i don't know if i've told this story already i was having the worst day the worst day ever and courtney showed up at my door with a white chocolate magnum i did guys i wept (laughs) because (laughs) i wept i actually wept because i was having such a 
you know these days <laughs> no, no 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 you know those days oh those no those days where you're actually like ah god is it my time to go already? <laughs> like uh, am i gonna yeah. pack it up and go here yeah. i was having one of those days and just the mere act of like oh i know renee's having a bad day let me show up with a specifically white chocolate magnum <laughs> oh my god courtney still doesn't know what that did to me. <laughs> that did for me that day god transformed my whole life but just things like that right it doesn't even have to be anything particularly grand grand right we even think of love as like these grandstanding yeah. actions or yeah. like pomp and everything like that and the fact that we've also romanticized love yes. like we think of love in the romantic sense and not in the platonic sense or even in the this is why for us our faith is so important yeah. because it really expands our understanding of mm-hmm. love and character development oh. it goes above and beyond romance and affection it is a commandment. Mm. It is pivotal to everything that we do as people. How yeah. can we be loved, yeah. be loved yeah. and show love? Yeah. And I think that having that as something to aspire to in terms of character development, character development, sorry, transformational yeah. service and not just service in the sense of I'm going to be a wife someday and I have to serve my yeah, husband. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Being a person of servitude. Yeah. How can you serve people? How can you make their day better happier mm. more joyful how can you be how can you leave this person in a better way than when you found them like those kind of things for me yeah. are like have transformed my character ridiculously yeah. and i think i mentioned this in like some of our conversations but like even for me right now it's like how do i serve this person what's yeah. the best way to serve this yeah. person how do i learn this person how can i be better and then how can i help others be better too beautiful because man I don't know why people like living in a miserable world. I know. You know what? I get it though. We're going to talk about it more in the next episode. But I think the reason why people would have such contention with what you just said was be- is because servitude has been so abused. Yeah, 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 yeah. And people genuinely have a sad view of service. Mm. And the fact that like to serve someone and that vulnerability just feels like you're giving someone so much power Power, over you um and they're only going to wield that power for bad right i think as women especially Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. so overcoming that feeling and that understanding is a it's a big hill to have to overcome and i think that's why so many people are like ah like my personal development is about me because if I do it for other people, won't they disappoint me or won't mm. they use it for, you know, evil use? And it's kind of like, fair enough. It's a it's a valid it's fear true. to it's have. True. However, this is why we emphasize so much on surrounding yourself with people who are also dedicated to serving you. Um, and not so that you can use them, but because they love you, mm. right? Um, and I think once you see the selflessness of somebody else towards you, it also makes you open to loving other people because you know even if i don't gain anything from them i have gained something right as a person in my character um that's the gospel there's the gospel not the ghetto gospel what the hell to john again at two park i guess i guess i guess i guess um but no sisters let us know what are your thoughts on dealing with the trauma you caused yeah I would love if you, you would know. drop it like it's hard in the YouTube we comments, know. you know. And of course, we encourage transparency here and respectfulness as well as we engage in these conversations, yeah. sisters. So just a reminder, but most of the sisters we've been rocking with have been mad respectful in the comments. You already so we love know. it. Um, but yes, please, please, please join in on the conversation on the socials of the medias. Join us literally everywhere. YouTube, Apple, Spotify. 
if you're listening on Apple, Spotify, five stars. We've talked about this too really many times. Really, please We've review talked. the podcast. Rate it. Review, rate it so we can get other sisters plugged into the community. Yeah. We're about to go fast and very far real soon. I'm <laughs> telling you. We're about to go fast and far. You want to be part of the vehicle of movement, the mm. vehicle of change, the vehicle of sisterhood. Mm. Um, so make sure you are plugged in YouTube, TikTok, Instagram, LinkedIn, every single social media. Everywhere. That's, that's it. All the time. All the day whatsapp aunties <laughs> aunties be sharing be sharing be sharing Literally. there's nuggets brothers that are also listening be sharing <laughs> you need to listen to these nuggets of wisdom and of course you can come and follow us on our personal profiles our social medias you can follow the lovely lady here on my left at cd Boateng on That's instagram me. follow her on linkedin follow her That's on twitter me. follow her lay, wow. lay yeah, down really be your life just no shut up <laughs> <laughs> lay down your life <laughs> follow me follow me wow do you remember that song leave your fishes and your boats upon the shore <laughs> leave the seeds that you have sown leave the crops that you've grown leave the people you have known and follow me <laughs> Oh God! Do oh, that. follow, follow, follow <laughs> at CD Wartek. Of oh. course, come and follow me on everything too at Renee Kabuki. We love to see it. If you want more hymns, <laughs> let us know. We have an arsenal of them. We really do. We actually really do. <laughs> Good times. But yes, sis, uh, please make sure that you sign up to the mailing list as well. There are a whole bunch of announcements that are coming this November, so make sure that you are signed up and for weekly glow and grow tips as well. So you can sign up to my sisters com don't worry we will not spam you we will only send you good things is there anything else yes so come back next week for the new vision announcement because it's gonna be a good one and we need you all to take part all right we'll talk to you very very soon after the live show we'll be back with updates but yeah we'll see you very very soon and as always keep glowing and growing Mom deserves better than a drugstore card. This Mother's Day, surprise her with a truly special personalized card from Moonpig. Add your favorite photos, a heartfelt message, and we'll even mail it for you the same day, all for just $5. From mom to grandma, we have something to celebrate every mom in your life. Every mom deserves a Moonpig card. Get 50% off your first card at Moonpig.com. Moonpig.com